with diverse flora and fauna, magnificent natural landscapes, and an ecological biosphere that supports life, this wondrous planet is our earthly home. From our animal co-inhabitants to the lush rainforests and life-giving soil, we cherish all these as gifts from the Creator. It is a common theme in the world's major faiths that during our temporary stay here, we should be good stewards of Mother Earth. Throughout the years, Supreme Master Ching Hai has shared the message of leading a balanced life while following a spiritual path. Not only must we nourish our spirits, but we share the responsibility to care for nature and our fellow beings. In light of recent scientific evidence which pinpoint the raising of livestock as the number one contributor to climate change, Supreme Master Ching Hai affirms the important message she has noted for over the past two decades. We must be vegan and practice sustainable living. We invite you to listen to a discussion of Supreme Master Ching Hai with our association members. This program discusses the possibility of breatharianism or living without eating food and is not a full instruction. For your safety, please do not attempt to cease eating without proper expert guidance. Um, you were talking about the gathering of the critical mass yeah. and um, if once we have that movement then the world would be saved and there would be paradise. Would you talk about the paradise? Like, what what would the world be if everybody went vegetarian so that we can have something to look forward to? We talk about that already, no? If everybody is vegetarian, it will be heaven. The atmosphere of the world will change. The energy will be positive and benign, yeah? And we will feel different. Everybody will feel different. Not so heavy and not so suppressed but more free, yeah? Free of the feeling and emotion, mental, everything more clear. And the world will become better and better, and we have better invention. But I told that in many other conferences as well. With yeah. the political and the economic structure... We all change, we all change. change. Yes, okay. we all change. The leader will also be more clear in their thinking and better in decision, okay? And they benefit everybody. Because if everybody is, is compassionate and loving, then the atmosphere will uh, affect everybody, you know? Okay. And even for you, practitioner, you will feel different also. Mm. You feel better than now even. Not so heavy, okay? Not so dragged down like with the, with the negative uh, feeling around, around you sometimes. 
Yeah. Everything will be better. And then we can live like in heaven, you know, almost. And we invent many other things that you cannot imagine. We can visit galaxies that's millions of years apart. Everything will be possible if we live the way heaven intended to us, us to live, you know. Loving one another, live and let live. Very simple. Just don't kill. Just be vegetarian. Yeah. And your heart will change. People's hearts will change. You saw it yourself, yeah? After being vegetarian, your heart changed, yeah? Yeah. Almost even overnight, no? Hmm. Ah, well, there are much more things than uh, what we know right now if the uh, energy of the world become more positive and benevolent. Now we will know much, much more things. Oh my God, we are just uh, like groveling in the dark right now. Whatever invention we have right now is nothing compared to what we will invent if our world turns into heaven-like planet, if we are all uh, become vegetarian, respecting other lives, yeah, human and animals, and live in a compassionate manner, then things will change so dramatically that you cannot imagine right now. Hmm? You will see. Yeah. Looking forward to it. Thank you, Master. You're welcome. Hmm. I am also looking forward to it. I just feel positive. I don't know why. I just feel positive. Maybe we. Make it, huh? Maybe we'll make it, no? Who knows? Yeah. Some of the benefits of a vegetarian diet lowers blood pressure, lowers cholesterol levels, reduces type 2 diabetes, prevents stroke conditions, reverses atherosclerosis, reduces heart disease risk 50%, reduces heart surgery risk 80%, prevents many forms of cancer, stronger immune system, Increases life expectancy up to 15 years. Higher IQ. Saves 70% of a total cost of 40 trillion U.S. dollars for reducing global warming. Uses 4.5 times less land to grow food. Conserves up to 70% clean water. Saves 80% of the cleared Amazonian rainforest from animal grazing. A solution for world hunger. Free up 3.4 billion hectares of land. Free up 760 million tons of grain every year, or half the world's grain supply. Consumes one-third fossil fuels of those used for meat production. Reduces pollution from untreated animal waste. Maintains cleaner air. Saves 4.5 tons of emissions per U.S. household per year. Stop 80% of global warming. Plus more. Save your life. Be veg. Go green. Master, uh, I have a question. Sure. From one of our disciples. Okay, go. Yes. Dear Master, would you agree with and support a disciple who feels that material food is an obstacle on her his spiritual path? and sincerely wishes to renounce it in order to gain more time for meditation and watching your lectures and help other people with goods, work and money. Oh, sure, you can try, why not? 
I'm, I'm open to everything. If you can try that, you will try, okay? I don't support anything. I don't deny anything. It's up to you. If you can do it, it's fine, okay? But uh, eating too much is an obstacle. But eating moderately is okay, yeah? To some people, uh, they need it. Some people don't. Some people like to renounce food. Some people don't. It's all up to you, okay? All of you want to renounce food? Well, wonderful. Then we don't have to cook anything. We don't have to buy anything. Anybody? Right hand? How many people want to renounce food, please? Yeah, I was thinking maybe we just... Somebody suggested, I told you that I met, uh, you know, some uh, person who doesn't eat solid food too much. You know, drink coffee sometimes, juice or something. Juice or, you know, juice cocktail, fruit juice. Uh, and she thinks we should just eat soup, you know. <laughs> I say, why, why bother with soup? We eat nothing, it's even better, you know. <laughs> it's because if we eat soup, she says, less working, less cooking. I say, no food, no soup is even better, nothing at all. Yeah. Just come here and sit until your bottom fall off. And then we go home later. Take your bottom with you. <laughs> Pick up your bottom and go home. Okay, how many people? You can do that. It's free. Free of cost. <laughs> free of charge. If you don't want to eat food, it's free of charge for me. <laughs> Anybody who wants it, then just don't eat. Huh? You just, you just ignore the food that is cooked for everybody else. You just go in your room and save that time to, to meditate. It's good also. Really, it's more freedom, right? Imagine, huh? Imagine you come here and we don't have all the pots and pans and the car to go out to buy food and time to cook and time to wash dishes, huh? That would be terrible. Terrible? <laughs> Why terrible? <laughs> food is very nice. Food is nice. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it's, a, it's a habit that we eat also, yeah? Maybe we don't really need food, but uh, it's probably the only one thing that <laughs> you have right now. Huh? You know, Master told you already, go, go easy with sex and, and no, uh, no meat, no drink, no alcohol, and live simple, live together already, and then, uh, you know, have to stick to one partner already. So what else? Especially for the bachelors, what else do they have now? <laughs> if they don't have food to eat, what do you want them to live for? For example, you know, some people would say like that. But um, anybody who doesn't want to eat, who like to renounce the food, uh, go it slowly, okay? Go slowly, see if you can do it before you announce it too big in the whole group and then <laughs> later you have to take it back. Yeah. Uh, as for me, I told my assistant, I could go without food, you know. And they say, oh yeah, Master, yeah? I say, of course I can, but it's too boring, you know. What else I do? <laughs> they would die with boredom. <laughs> yeah. Why you have to ask me this question? You do what you do, okay? You do what you want? And you do what you feel is good for you. And if anybody else wants to do the same, it's good. Okay? Okay, so whoever doesn't want to eat, uh, raise hand. Why are you laughing? 
No. No. Are you are the one who talk about the the food? Okay. Who who is that? Who is that? Yeah, but... <laughs> okay, try. I just... Uh, try, why not? No, no, I just read the question from our... Uh, from, from the other friend who is not here anyway. And why worry? We are eating, he's not, so why... <laughs> we eat what we want here. Anyway, as I told you already, you can try, all right? See if you can. But before you do it, uh, you have to kind of prepare yourself a little bit. Why don't you go slowly, okay? Like first... You eat some maybe liquid soup, yeah, uh, a little bit with uh, with some stuff in it. And later you eat uh, less less solid soup, you know, or you use a blender, huh, to to blend the raw food and eat it. Or go raw first, yeah, and then go blending uh, liquid, yes, and then uh, then go juice, yeah, and then uh, go with water, yeah. I'll go with the sun. Actually, we don't really need food, yeah? But you have to be strong. Yes, you are the master of the cells of your body. If you don't want to eat food and your level is high enough, your cells listen. And also, if in the former life you never give food to anybody, you have been, you know, very determined not to feed anyone else that come to your door, and if you did that many lifetimes, then in this lifetime it's easier to quit food because <laughs> you don't have the food bank in your karmic account. Or if your level is high enough, yeah, and then you can tell yourselves that, look, I'm going to eat air. <laughs> then the cell will listen, but you have to be determined and be strong in your determination and keep telling yourself that you are having everything that you need right now for the body to function. There's no need to take any solid food. You say, right now I'm having enough everything. And you ask the master within yourself to feed you. Do you understand me? Yeah? With the cosmic energy. There are many ways to go without food and you have to choose which way you want. The first way is to use air, okay? And people call it prana, yes. You can breathe deeply sometimes of the day, it depends on how much, maybe 50 times deeply every time, yeah? Um, but you have to train, okay, if you train. And you breathe deep, yeah? And you breathe out also deep, but continuously. Not breathing two, three times and then watch television and looking at something else. Oh, okay, I forgot, I breathe again. <laughs> it's not like that, okay? You have to nourish the body continuously with this uh, energy of the air stream. Just like when you, you drink a cup of water, you drink it finished, yeah? All right, like that. Same, similarly, you have to breathe in and out, in and out, deeply and concentrate on it, okay? Have to concentrate on it. And telling your body at the same time, this is what you need. This is all you need for nourishing your body. That's one thing. Another thing is to nourish by the natural energy, which is everywhere around you. Okay? You can walk bare feet, and the energy from the earth will also nourish you. Okay? And you can uh, look in the sun like 10 minutes in the morning, 10 minutes at sunset, or more than that. The morning and sunset doesn't hurt your, your eyes too much. 
because the sun is still weak. But uh, I don't know if looking too long, if, if it harms your eyes or not. Some people try that, and it, it was okay. But not try to look in the noontime, yeah? You have to live more unnatural, in more in a natural environment. In that case, then you are nourished by the natural energy, yeah? By the sun, yeah, by the air, and by the earth energy. You have to walk bare feet as often as possible, yes. That's another thing, okay? And another thing is you can nourish yourself by the natural energy within your body, okay? Yeah. Uh, that is, your body has the capability to regenerate itself, yeah? So it doesn't matter if you take food or not. Um, but you have to take really good care like that. Yeah, and always have this conviction, you understand? And don't be swayed by the smell of the food, by the touch of the food, by somebody else's eating. You have to be really determined and have a faith as a mountain <laughs> about yourself if you want to nourish within your own energy, okay? And another thing is you can ask the Divine within you. Trust that Divine to nourish you and to give you all the things that your body needs, including vitamin, mineral, and everything else, and that you will never desire food again, okay? And try any of these, and tell me if it's okay. Take some time, okay? Talking about food, I want to eat already. Maybe <laughs> 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 just take a candy, huh? You guys are... You're making me trouble. <laughs> if you want to eat, just say that. <laughs> okay. You make everybody mouth water. Yeah, yeah. Share it, okay, guys? Yeah. You take this one and share on that side. You take this one, share on this side. Everybody take this one, symbolic, and eat more later. One or two is fine. Uh, share on the side, the cameraman also, and whoever. Let them pick it themselves. Any more question? I must. Yeah. I don't have a question, but I would just have to say that uh, I would like to tell you that brothers and sisters from Kathmandu Center are sending you a lot of love and greetings. Oh. Oh, very nice. Maybe they can come to see us. That's good. Mm. Hello, Master. Hello. What happens in the world is the result of our thoughts. But we need to frighten people to awake them. So uh, it's a problem because there is to have thoughts of fear. And it's not good for the world. She needs to tell people now about the truth uh, that you would have to uh, find them and tell them fast thoughts. No, 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 no. We just tell the, the truth. We did tell the truth, yeah? I meat is very harmful and all that. And yeah, but that's what she means. That's a bad thing, that's a bad thing. Is it bad to do? You mean is it bad to say that or what? No, it's a problem to frighten them. By the catastrophe, we we show them they won't change if we uh, don't frighten them. 
Yeah, I know, but we try to show very little, you know, uh, just symbolic so that people know already. I do not want to frighten people into changing their habit. I want them to know that they have compassion within their heart and they should awaken their love in nature and that's what saved them. You understand me? Yes. Yes. That's why I limit the shock tactic. Even uh, during disaster and all that, we show very little of the disaster but more of the solution. Yes? We already show more than I wanted to show. So more than I wanted. I originally just want a good thing to show people. But a little bit here and there we have to tell them the truth. And we did tell already more than I wanted to. Um, I wish we could show less. Yes? But a little bit just to tell them the truth. Otherwise they, they think, what is the proof of what you're saying? You see? So if I tell people, look, meat is very poisonous to you. And please don't eat meat. So we have to list the scientific fact, yeah, that is truly very bad like that. And millions of people die yearly and cost billions of dollars yearly just because of the meat-related issue and, you know, sickness. So that's what we have to to show. But it's very uh, least already. It's less graphic already. You understand? I don't want to shock people too much. Of course, you... You have a point there, and I understand. I understand very well. But I don't like to frighten people into believing me. I don't want to frighten people into uh, becoming vegetarian. A little bit, okay, but not too much, all right? I want them to be compassionate. Some of the diseases related to meat consumption and or production. Fatal prion diseases transmissible through air or milk. Rabies, anthrax, sleeping sickness, Q fever, norovirus, swine flu, Ebola restin virus. Cured meats and fish increase leukemia risk in children. Antibiotic-resistant superbug infections from a strain of Staphylococcus aureus. Blue tongue disease, E. coli, salmonella, bird flu, Mad cow disease or Creutzfeldt-Jakob disease, 90% of the population at risk. Pig's disease or PMWS. Listeriosis, shellfish poisoning. Preeclampsia, Campylobacter, Clostridium difficile. Diseases hidden in healthy appearing livestock. Some of the costs of meat eating. Infertility. Eating just one serving of meat per day increases the risk of women's infertility by 32% with additional meat consumption increasing the risk. Heart disease. Over 17 million lives lost globally each year. Cost of cardiovascular disease is at least 1 trillion US dollars a year. Cancer. Increased childhood cancers and adult reproductive cancers from hormones in meat. Colon rectal cancer. Over 1 million new colon cancer patients diagnosed each year. More than 600,000 colon cancer-related mortalities annually. In the United States alone, colon cancer treatment costs about 6.5 billion U.S. dollars. Millions of people are newly diagnosed with other meat-related cancers every year. 
diabetes. 246 million people are affected worldwide. An estimated 174 billion US dollars spent each year on treatment in just the United States. Obesity. Worldwide, 1.6 billion adults are overweight, with 400 million more who are obese. Costs 93 billion US dollars each year for medical expenses in the United States alone. At least 2.6 million people die annually from problems related to being overweight or obese. Environmental. Use up to 70% of clean water. Pollute most of the water bodies. Deforest the lungs of the earth. Uses up to 43% of the world's cereal. Uses up to 85% of the world's soy. Cause world hunger and wars. 80% cause of global warming. Plus more. Some of the costs of milk consumption. Cowpox from milking cows. Bacterial microbes, pesticides and enzymes found in cheese derived from the inner stomach linings of other animals. Up to 80% of the calories in cheese are from pure fat. Breast, prostate and testicular cancer from hormones present in milk. Listeria and Crohn's disease. Hormones in saturated fat leads to osteoporosis, obesity, diabetes and heart disease linked to higher incidences of multiple sclerosis, classified as a major allergen, lactose intolerance, plus more. For help quitting, please visit For more urgent information, please visit www.suprememastertv.com forward slash killers. Yes, but the scientist says the, the very catastrophic things. The scientists are telling us all the Yes, yes, that's right, that's right, that's why. That's why I'm only saying, you know, the limited uh, things that the scientist has already proven. Yeah? You mean we should show more than that to frighten people? <laughs> I don't know. Well. But sometimes it's necessary. You know what? I'm telling you the truth. Many TVs show the graphic image of war. And people are still not frightened to go into war. Reason even in Europe, not in Europe, but nearby, huh? Yes. Even still the war broke out. It's a short, short war. Thank God for that. Do you understand me, love? Yeah. Mm. So even if we want to frighten them, I'm not sure if they even want to to listen, yeah? Maybe some do and some don't. Maybe some do uh, because of the frightening. Uh, some people might be frightened into uh, believing something or changing their life. But the thing is, if they change their life because they have compassion for animals, because they want to save the planet, that would be more noble and would be much more beneficial to their spiritual uh, progress. Yeah? Naturally. Thank you. So that's what I want them to, to feel, you know? More compassionate and more loving. Because that's what we should do. That's what we are as a human being. We should be compassionate and loving. Thank you. You're welcome. It would be much better that way. And that's what I want them to, to be, compassionate. Yeah, that's good. Good for them. 
And that's the way, you know, it's more noble that way. For example, if we frighten them today into doing what uh, we tell them to do, tomorrow they forget the frightening experience. <laughs> they do it again. <laughs> so the best is they have to realize why they're doing it. They have to know that it's detrimental to their heart, to their loving capability, to their compassionate nature. And as a human being, we must love others. We must be good, we must be noble, and that's the main point. That's why I don't like negative uh, image too much, but we have to show it sometimes, to the minimum, okay? Minimum. Just to prove it only, just to prove what we're saying. Not to frighten them really, but to prove it. Yes, love? But sometimes this thing is the compassion, because I, I talk a lot to people about it, and people, there are people who are normally very, very nice people. Yes. You talk about need, yeah. that's it. And then you say, well, maybe that's what God wants, because then he lives more in, in harmony with... And then they go, God, then, then I think, how do I get the compassion in your heart? Mm. The only thing is when they see something like Peter or these groups yeah, in yeah. the films, yeah. which we cannot bear to watch. Yes, 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 there. yes, yes. That's when they really realize <coughs> what suffering is Yes. Yes. Yes, I know. We, we have it on our website. So you tell them to watch our website or Peter website, then we see all that. I would like to say a big hello and kisses from my son. He's five and a half years old, and he's dreaming of you sometimes. In the dreams, you came to him, and he said to me, "Now, when you will see Master, say to her that she's beautiful and." tell her that I would like to see her like she looks in the photo because when she's dreaming of you, you appear him to as a light. Mm. So he said, now I would like to see her like in photo. In, in a real life. real life. Uh, not, not as light. Yes. Uh, not as light body, but as a real physical person. Yes. Tell him he might be disappointed. <laughs> I'm getting older every day. <laughs> All right. Thank you to him. And I tell him I love him very much. And maybe one day it might be feasible. Okay? Yes. Because here we don't have enough room for children and everything. And if we have children, we have to take care of them well. And we don't have enough room, even for you, adults already. And children need to play, you know. And we need somebody to stay there, play with them. And then we cannot tell them, don't. Play too loud, we're meditating and all that. It's no good for them, you know. I also don't know. I can never do enough, so tell him I'm sorry for the moment, okay? There's never enough things. <laughs> and never enough what I do. Yeah, always something missing, right? I can never do enough for everybody. I do what I can, okay? Maybe in the future, who knows, you know. People ask one old man, you're so old already, you're already 70. How can you find such a beautiful young woman, you know, 20, and marry her? And he said, I told her I'm 99. <laughs> yeah, we women, huh? we always minimize our, our age. Huh? And that man, he... <laughs> increase his age so he get a young woman hmm. okay I'm so sorry for your son yeah, I tell him I love him very much I give him some candy and <laughs> okay this is for him only and if you want to eat you ask his permission <laughs>
Not say I'm your mother, give me everything. Huh? There you are. I have many sons and daughters, which I have no time to take care of right now. Okay, just because you mention it. Nobody else say anything else, huh? <laughs> I know you all have sons and daughters. You take some and <laughs> sacrifice your <laughs> for him. Yeah. At the moment, sir, it's quite busy time. Yeah, I'm very sorry also for my dogs and my birds. Sometimes I have very little less time for them now than before. But they understand it all and they're very, very gracious. Yeah, and still love me like crazy. Yeah, <laughs> whenever I have time for them, they just love me like the beginning, <laughs> and no end. Yeah, just I'm sorry also sometimes that I don't have that much time like before for them. Yes, I told them, you know what? Right now the world is in trouble, you know, and it's a desperate, in desperate situation. Uh, I have to work for the whole world, including all the animals. Yeah. And so you don't mind, yeah, please, you don't mind. I still love you very much. And they say, I, they understand. Yeah, they understand. And they still love me the same. Yeah, it's very, very good. Tell your son the same, okay? <laughs> I only do what I can, yeah. There's a lot I want to do. I want to have all the children run around all day here also. You know, I love children too. But I can't have everything, yeah. All right. Who knows? Maybe one day we will have it. Yes. Just because I stick to my principle, okay? I spend what I have. I don't borrow. I don't mortgage stuff. So, well, that's the way it is, okay? I could have more, but then I have to go and borrow money or do some investment in a different way, which I don't like, okay? All right? So we have what we have. Mm-hmm. Anything else? No? Okay. Meditate. Right. Good. This program discusses the possibility of breatharianism or living without eating food and is not a full instruction. For your safety, please do not attempt to cease eating without proper expert guidance. <laughs> what are you drinking? Water. <laughs> a water. Mm. Master, can't we actually get an island and we all go there? Yeah, I was dreaming uh, just like you are. <laughs> we have to work for the world, otherwise we could do that. I just thought, you know, if it's like a model country for the whole world. Yeah, I would have loved it, huh? Okay, why not? You go buy one and win. <laughs> Small island, how we grow all the food. That's the thing, you know. You have to have your own uh, electricity, yeah? 
-hmm. and your own hot water, yeah, that's just no big deal. You know, the dig wells so we can filter, mm -hmm. you know, the desalinate water. It's okay. Or we become more breatharian, eh? <laughs> and no eat, no drink, just meditate all day. Can you do that? Oh. How many people think you can be breatharian? Then we can think of the, uh, you know, the thing. Already breatharian? Or just thinking? <laughs> you gave up already? Can I try to eat maybe one time a day, but just a few food. A little food. Yeah, uh -huh. just a little. Uh -huh. And nobody else? Uh, I've just done raw foods for a while, which I think is a little bit getting there, and then one meal of raw foods a day, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and then that's a lot. Eventually, right? maybe that is something. Yeah, that's a lot of something. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Who else? I can fast now because I I fast at Ramadan. Oh, this is Ramadan now? Yeah. Ramadan. This is not fasting. They eat only morning and evening. And I didn't fast. I didn't eat like them. No. no? You don't eat anything? It's just um, like Muhammad used to do. What did he do? He, after he didn't finish, he ate all the dates. Dates, fruits, and that's it. No stopping, huh? He didn't do the same thing as Muhammad. They changed it. Um, well, what do you expect, huh? <laughs> Mohammed was a prophet and he was sincere and diligent. Now they only have faith. Okay? Yeah. <laughs> they don't have what the prophet had. Peace be upon him. <laughs> okay, I'm telling you. Every time after the master or the prophet corner, uh, they do anything they want. Big temple, big mosque. And, mm -hmm. Why are you asking me what I'm drinking? You want some? No, I was just wondering. <laughs> you're always full of surprises. <laughs> Remind me of the story of the three guys yesterday. <laughs> I'm just drinking water. I'm just drinking water. <laughs> Well, at least I have a reason for drinking it. I'm thirsty. <laughs> for your surprise information, I've been running the whole ashram and, you know, blessing everybody. So I'm thirsty. Is that okay with you? <laughs> Thank you very much. <laughs> She's so cute. Mm. Just like. Uh, yesterday I talked about the story about the the monk with the bag. He has a big bag and everybody come and ask him all kinds of questions. What is a big cloth bag, you know, like a sleeping bag or uh, a backpack? What is a backpack? So he just drop it on the floor. I mean, that's that, huh? And then I ask, what is in there? <laughs> And then he, he just run away. He couldn't bear this kind of question, huh? Mm. 
Right. You want some story or not? I'm eating candy. <laughs> Before you ask. <laughs> That's too bad. What else would I eat? No, too bad for myself. No, I'm just joking. I'm not that serious like you think, you know. I'm full of jokes. <laughs> I laugh all day. <laughs> was a king. His name was Liang Hui Wang, meaning that the king Liang Hui. As Meng Zi, Meng Zi is one of the Confucianism great master. Mm -hmm. Confucius, Meng all kind of Zi and Kong Zi, but Confucius has many great disciples, of course, hmm? and they also become zi, yeah? <laughs> zi means, means gentleman, hmm? means also pure as a child, a child, means also master, hmm? teacher of some kind. So the king then uh, Hui asked Meng Zi, do you have anything you can teach me to give benefit to my country? So Meng Tzu said, Your Majesty has no need to ask for profit or benefit, hmm? because if above, you know, from the top, uh, the kings and the princes I always ask about profit <laughs> for the country. Mm. Then uh, the prime minister, <laughs> the minister would ask, "Oh, do you have anything you can teach me to have profit for my uh, clan?" And then uh, lower down, <laughs> the ordinary people would also ask. Do you have anything to teach me so that I can profit myself, benefit myself? Then from above to below, everybody just uh, compete with each other for profit, for benefit, I mean physically. Then it is uh, very dangerous for the nation. Because if everyone competes for benefit, he means for you know gain, mm -hmm. a material gain. He said then the lower the ordinary citizen would like to harm the superior. Yeah, the lower um, ordinary people will want to harm their superior for profit or for gain. Mm? And then the superior above also want to harm the underling for profit and gain. So it's very dangerous situation. 
if everyone in the country just concentrate on gain, yeah, material gain. Yeah. On the contrary, he continued to lecture the king. On the contrary, <laughs> just to uh, soothe my throat for a while. When I was having a lecture tour in Europe, I had to have this all the time. A similar thing, you know? So sometimes you, you see my, I'm talking like <laughs> Like my teeth are coming out of the gum. Uh, you know what I mean? What's the difference, huh? by the way? Huh? What a difference. When I tour around Europe, every airport, every station, every taxi, every airplane, full of smoke. Oh, oh, was terrible. And so I was coughing, 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 non-stopping. And I even tell them that. <laughs> My lecture is, I'm coughing not because I'm sick, because of the smoke. And I can't believe the European people, the Europe, so civilized, still smoking. I keep telling them. And now, after that, slowly, slowly begin non-smoking. Yeah. I said, in America, you know, they forbid smoking in the restaurant already. And here, everywhere you have smoke. <laughs> and it's gone. <laughs> I guess it pays to complain. you <laughs> right, yeah, right. I mean, truly, it was a troop. I was coughing, you know, everywhere I go, in the whole European tour. Uh, <laughs> every lecture I tell. But later we edit, you know, the cough also editing. I cough every sentence, sometimes every word. It was horrible. I was thinking, after I finished all the lecture, I was thinking there will be no lecture because there will be only coffee. coffee. <laughs> <laughs> Lady and other gentlemen, <laughs> welcome to <laughs> smoke. <laughs> we are changing <laughs> first century <laughs> and we still coffee. <laughs> So, um, Mengzi continue to lecture the king, he says, On the contrary, Majesty, I have never heard of a person who have respect for virtues and moral. Uh, the person who is virtuous and moral would uh, have uh, weighed his uh, private private uh, benefit, more than the benefit of the nation. Thus, uh, Your Majesty should uh, focus on virtue and moral character, that's what he said. Uh, no need to talk about gain and profit. Yes. So, what he means is, if the king has virtue, has a good character, very high uh, moral standard, then of course he will have more focus on his uh, nation and will benefit the people in any case. Yes. But if he keep thinking <laughs> of profit first, 
then everybody try to get profit and forget the main focus. Yes. It's a very good. Hmm? Mm -hmm. Because if the king is uh, virtuous yeah, and morally just, then also the prime minister also will take his example. And then the subordinate will also take the example of the prime minister, and the co-citizens will also take the example of the prime minister or the officials of the court, etc., etc., and then things will take care of itself. Lastly, what you say about leaders on SNTV, that is so powerful and so good. I love that. Yeah, and that made me think, you know, it would be so beautiful to have you as a leader of a... Oh, don't say that. <laughs> <laughs> to show the Jesus. world. <laughs> he was only king of the Jews. They only wanted him to be king of the Jews. Look what happened to him. <laughs> Spare me that so I can read stories to <laughs> Actually, you have to feel sorry also for the leader of the world. I hope they are listening to that. Oh, some movies. Well, you know, it's lucky, lot of no. Yeah, they will also feel sorry for them. You know, it's just too much work, and one party after another all the time. I wonder if they even have time to reflect of the inequality. That's a problem, yeah. And nowadays, because also because of the. Uh, the convenience of transportation and connection has made them even more busy. But uh, even then, it's, it should be an advantage also, you see? Yes. But then it depends on how you use it, yeah? So busy, busy, always have to shake hands with this guy and make a party for the other lady and always have to go and talk here and there. It's just a, you know, troublesome work. And if you don't have a good advisors, then uh, it's easy to make trouble for your country, yeah? And a good leader also depends on the, the virtues of the nation as well, you know? So we cannot blame any leader alone for not we being virtuous. We select the leaders. Yeah, we are what we get, you know? <laughs> we have what we get, yeah. And if everybody in the world, in every nation, became morally just and virtuous, then we would have good leader. Leader came from people, yes, came from the people. Sometimes I look in the nation, I don't say which one, I mean, generally, I look in the nation, the, the contenders, you know, one or two or three parties. I don't know which one to vote for. <laughs> you know, and so the people also have no choice, because that's what they produce. You see what I mean? See, you produce these leaders, they are your sons, your daughters. They're supposed to be the best already. In the whole country, produce only one or two or three like that. Who you choose? You have to choose one or another. And the similar. They are both similar. Or they are similar. According to my opinion, you know. And sometimes the good ones don't even get elected. I don't know why. Don't ask me. But similar things like that happen. You know. Sometimes if I'm a, a citizen of such and such country, you know, I would not know whom to vote for. I wouldn't vote for any. 
But then again, then we need one. You know what I mean? So one is forty-nine and one is fifty. <laughs> it's not much difference. Truly like that. Yes. How can we ask for good leaders if we ourselves don't deserve one? Hmm? I told you the story about uh, uh, that old woman long time ago. Uh, I think it was in Chinese. There was an old woman who lived on a very high mountainous region in the uh, jungle. And she lived there all alone, you know, lack of a lot of comfort, you know that, in the jungle. Yeah. So people sometimes meet her and ask her, why, why are you alone here? So she said, well, my husband has been eaten by the tigers, my son has been eaten by the lions, my daughter also been eaten by crocodile, something like that. So they said, then why are you still here? Are you not afraid of these vicious uh, animals? She said, yeah, well, uh, here we have vicious animals. Down below we have the government. <laughs> she has no choices wherever, you know? Yeah. And there's another instance. There was a country who has a terrible tyrant, very bad king, bad king. But every day the whole country hates him. Yeah? A revolutionary spring up everywhere and they really want to kill him. Not successful yet. But there's only one old lady. Every day she went to the temple praying for the longevity of that king. People were so surprised, you know, asking her why. Why don't you pray for that uh, dictator and uh, uh, vicious uh, king? Yeah. He should be dead. Then we'll be free. Then we'll be happy. Then we'll be prosperous. Then we'll be strong and powerful as a nation. Now even the neighbor nation look down upon us because of this terrible king. You know, he killed people without blinking an eye. So the woman said, well, before him, uh, there was another king, and very bad, and we killed him. And then we got this one. And before that, that king, there was another king, a little bit better than the middle one. We also killed him and got that. And then we get the second one. And we kill the second, now we get the third one. And it gets worse all the time. <laughs> so I'm afraid. If I don't pray for this king longevity, maybe another king will come even worse than this one. <laughs> See, the moral is, we, the people, have to be better. We support this kind of policy. We support that kind of government. We support it. Consciously or subconsciously, vote for or not vote for, collective karma is the same. That's why I say we cannot... Truly, of course, we can also say, oh, this president is really bad and that prime minister is not very good. But uh, to be honest, we cannot blame a president or a prime minister alone. Sometimes the bad karma of the nation forces him to do such and such thing, and people blame him alone. Of course, because he's a leader, of course, also. But it was difficult to be a good leader in a bad nation. <laughs> so then again I say, 
the power is in people's hands, you know? If everybody becomes vegetarian, and no killing, no harming anyone, no stealing, no, you know, bad things happening, how, how can the president uh, uh, be bad? He has no ground, okay? No reason. Besides, the president will come from this kind of family, yeah? Vegetarian, non-violent, yeah? Benevolent, loving, kind to neighbors and to animals and to all. Hmm? No wanting war, just peace and harmony. How can any president be born, you know, that? If the whole consciousness of humankind or of a nation is good, then the king is ought to be good. It is like that. That's why in this story, Mongzhu say, you take care of virtue and moral first, and then the prophet will come. He continued even. So Mongzhu say to Liang Hui, uh, the king, Liang Hui, like this, if the king does not act against the farmer's kind of weather, yeah, like I'm forcing to to plant something when it's a wrong time, wrong season. Don't levy tax too high from the farmer. Then the farmer will be very happy, and they will do their job well, and the country will have enough cereals, enough food. Yes, and. If the king would uh, take care and don't let uh, anyone uh, go and um, uh, fish or net the fish at random everywhere without consideration, then uh, even if they want fish, there will be plenty of fish in there. Yes. Well, I don't. I don't approve uh, <laughs> of this. It's a story like this. I mean, he's talking to a king. You know, he is not talking to a monk. Was he? Huh? Was he talking to a monk here? A Buddhist monk or something? No, to a king of a very ordinary country and in a very ordinary situation. So he cannot say, no more fishing, like the Supreme Master Ching Hai, whatever, whatever that is, ban meat altogether, <laughs> the way she talks. <laughs> I'm also scared <laughs> for her. <laughs> ban it altogether, ban it outright. <laughs> Well, I've been polite too long. Mm. Yes. Didn't work. Yeah. Now I'm just saying I don't like it, fine. Yeah. What else to do? It's poison things. Mm. It's uh, killing people, killing animals and killing the planet. What am I to say? Oh, take your time, honey, don't worry. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's okay. It's not okay. Huh? Mm. So he said, if you don't let people fish at random in the river or in the lake uh, inconsiderably, then there will be plenty of fish in there for everyone. Mm. Or at least he minimized, you see what I mean? Mm. This is a very polite guy, huh? not like uh, the Master Ching Hai, whoever that you follow, I don't know, she is too blunt. <laughs> Just burn it outright. It's poison, poisonous to the body. If we did not know that, if I did not know it was poison, I probably would have been polite. But how can I say something nice when uh, the people take it and I get sick? I can't. 
you know? Even if I again go meet industry, whatever, I have to say the truth, no? And of course, it's easier for me if I say, don't worry, take it easy, you know, I have more disciples. Huh? <laughs> but that's not the point. How can I close my eyes and let people poison themselves and not say anything? You know? If I didn't know it, I would not say it, but now I know it, you know, all the scientific evidence already told me so, yeah? Maybe before I didn't have time to check it all up, but now everybody knows it. I cannot just say, it's okay. It's not okay. Is it? No. no. Right. Uh, it's, it's bad for everything, bad for loving kindness, compassion, bad for the atmosphere of the planet. Before I was only lecturing on the compassion, you see? And now it's even poisonous to, to my children, huh? to my friends, to my neighbors. Huh? All of the people in the world are my friends, my neighbors. How can I just keep quiet and, and say, don't worry about it? I mean, they don't have to listen to me. Maybe they don't. Or maybe some listen, but at least I say it, you know? And they can choose what they want. Of course, I'm in no power to ban anything or to forbid anything, but it's my, in my opinion, if I had the power, I would ban it immediately, yesterday, the year before already, okay? Forbid it all, all these bad things. I would just seal it, ban now! <laughs> yeah, and even if the whole country fire me, well, suppose I'm a president, huh? And I knew it's the right thing to do. And if I ban it, people probably uh, revolutionize against me or impeach me. I would still do it. What do I care about a position when everybody get killed and poisoned slowly and die agonizing death, spending billion, trillion, trillions of dollars every year? just to treat this a meat-related illness and not to talk about people suffering for that, not just the money. People suffer physically, emotionally and lost their lives when they could stay healthy and strong to work for the nation, to take care of their family. Yes, sometimes they left the children behind, understand me? Not just the money, it's not just them alone suffering, it's the, the people who are left behind suffer suddenly die like that just because eating poison. And if I know it and don't tell, what do you think? I would, right? Even if my citizens don't like it and then impeach me or uh, I have to abdicate, I would do that. I mean, there's a king who abdicated himself just for one woman. So why not if we have to abdicate ourselves for the whole nation? Why not? It's worth it, yeah. yeah? And besides, if one nation does this, then every other nation follows suit. Look at the smoking bar. And people just stop also smoking. I mean, not all people stop, okay, what can we do, huh? But a lot of people stop. And many disease decrease, you know, statistically. It's not just we're talking. Oh, the government know that. So I don't understand why. I want to see one good president stand up against the whole everybody and say, I ban meat, <laughs> I ban fish, I ban all the animal product. What about all the economy? Like, for example, I live in Thailand right now, and everything is fish, fish industry. You go to um, 
McDonald's, they don't serve hamburgers. Mm. They serve fish, right? Fish burgers. Right. So what will happen to the economy? It will just switch around to sell. Well, then, then they can plant vegetables. Mm -hmm. We are short of food mm -hmm. right now. Like, that's mm -hmm. Soy farms and meat yeah. alternative companies. Yeah, we are short of food. Yes. Why don't they plant food instead of taking food from the sea? Mm -hmm. I mean, no matter what economy, you can't just kill to live. Okay? Sooner or later, we will die. You can't just kill to live. If you kill and you live forever, okay, maybe maybe have a reason. But we don't. And the more we kill, the more we agonize in sickness and sorrow because of the bad retribution of karma. It has to start from the policy of the government. There are many things to do just because they haven't trained themselves in other things, so they have to do fishing. And if uh, everybody encourages that, they eat that or they let okay with that, then of course they continue to do that. And their children continue to do that. Yeah? Master, how about the Slovenia as yeah. a good example? The mm. leader. Oh, yeah. How about the, the new government? The, and how about the citizen? Is no. Not changing? Not changing. Because they don't change. The government don't change. <laughs> yeah. One person, I told you already, you cannot blame the one president alone or you cannot praise one president alone. It has to be the collective karma of the whole country. Yeah? You know, we worry too much about money and gain, that's why. Yeah. Because now more more civilized and more demand, yeah, and then more I want to earn more money and more killing. That's not right. Yeah. In the old time people just have enough, you know. Nowadays they fish a lot, they do anything. Just for greed is not necessary even. Yeah? Before in the old time they just fish enough for a village for just a few people to eat simple. And they didn't make that much money, so they don't eat fish every day even. Mm -hmm. Nowadays, wow, three times meat diet, dairy, whatever, yeah? Mm. So you worry about economy, huh? I worry about their soul. If nobody eats meat and fish, they change, they find something else to do. There are so many land empty, nobody cultivates. Fast food burgers. Huh? Fast food vegetarian burgers. Yeah, yeah. No, you see, in America they have beef steak, so they have beef burger and hamburger. In Thailand they change into fish burger. You see that? So people change anyway. <laughs> <laughs> huh? Hamburger. Yeah, they change. It, is, it depends on the consumer demand. People will change. Yeah. If nobody buy fish, I'm sure they get other job yeah. to do. There's so many jobs they don't want to do because they get used to doing that and people buy in it, so they continue to do it. Huh? If they don't continue to buy, then people don't continue to sell. In India, people don't have fish, they survive, okay? There's no economy problem with the fish over there because they don't have any. <laughs> they don't do much of the fishing. They not, don't have any, but not much of the fishing. And in Austria and Germany, they are continental countries. They don't have fish stuff. 
not much like Thailand, you know, from the sea and all that. They're okay. Hungary, they don't have sea. So don't talk to me about economy before we do something else. Okay? That's not an excuse. Maybe, yeah, you can make the analogy with the computers back in the 1980s. When the computer took over everything, like all the secretaries had to go to school and learn computers, it's the same. So we thought, oh, all the secretaries will lose their jobs, but it created a, a, a lot of, of small jobs. And so your view would change the depends on the yeah, Maybe this is worth mentioning. Um, I feel people are getting more aware of being a vegetarian. Mm. It's all around. And in Canada, we, we have a disease. Does anybody know that disease from um, the... Um, Listeriosis. Yes, listeriosis, thank you. There's a disease be because the uh, packing companies, the way they're packing it, created a lot of bacteria. We had, I think, over 12 people that died from it. 12 people have died from it. Yeah, yeah. So now people uh, are getting sick. Yeah, I'm more aware that, hey, we better watch out. You know, I'm not going to eat meat. You know, maybe. So it's, it's all boy down to karma. Uh, you've been sowing it all over the lifetimes already. So if your country is good, then you have been sowing good karma all this while, all this lifetime. And if your country is not good or your situation is not good, then it has been very bad karma all this while. And if you continue to sow the same or the bad karma in this lifetime also, then God helps you. Yeah. Master, do you feel that these uh, epidemics like mm -hmm. listeriosis and mad cow disease, are they having a positive influence on helping people change? Mm. Well, I hope so, but it's a very sad uh, price to pay. Yes. Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. Master, I have a story. In, um, in Vietnam, one of the disciples went there, and, um, yeah. and um, they're, they're working with um, vegetarianism and having little carts and, and so on to sell on the street, yeah. and people are loving it. Mm -hmm. And um, even after two, three weeks or so, everybody liked it so much that the guy next door with his little cart was losing business. <laughs> so he sneaked over and he said, can I try one? <laughs> and he absolutely loved it. And then he changed. He said, yes. He said, can you teach me how to make those? Yeah. She said, certainly. Absolutely. Because yeah. you can actually do it at that level, like yes. not just at restaurant level. Yes. Oh, yes, yes. I said it. I said many yeah. times already. Like fast food. Yeah, I said many times. Yeah, yeah small heart yeah, or just easy. a cart. Only the wall. Yeah, I told that long time already, but nobody do it because of <laughs> prestige. Yes. <laughs> I don't mind going out, pushing the car and selling tofu. I told you honestly, in all honesty, I would be loving doing it. Yes? Then we do, Master. Many people got inspired after the LA lecture. Yeah. That one actress, I forgot her name, she said, that's it, I'm going to open a fast food, you know. Yeah? Yeah, a vegan one. Uh huh. And Which lecture was? It was the LA. The, LA conference? Yes. Ah, yeah. And many people got inspired. Even mm -hmm. one brother of, a, of our disciple 
he was eating meat, not in any shape. Yes. And the day he saw the lecture, he decided to drop the meat and to open a restaurant, a vegan restaurant. <laughs> you know, so I think it's coffee. Yes, in Korea also. Yeah. Yeah. This kind of thing. European Parliament supports reducing meat to lower greenhouse gases. Roll call vote. Vote is now open. Reduce your meat consumption or stop eating meat totally. During discussions on greenhouse gas reduction goals, the Climate Committee of the European Parliament officially recognized livestock's contribution to global warming and recommended a reduction of subsidies to the livestock industry to curb methane. The European Parliament has adopted its own position on climate change as an institution and as a vice president. One of the proposals I have made is in line with your own, which is that we should eat far less meat because that's one of the major sources of greenhouse gases. We know that uh, the agriculture and uh, the meat uh, production is one of the main cause of gas emission. And so it's very clear that the ratio per habitant of meat has to decrease. My name is Jan Solm. I'm a member of the European Parliament. Please, be veg. Go green to save the planet. Joseph City in the U.S., where we just interviewed him for SMTV, and he's a city official. I don't know what his title is, but he's promoting... Um, vegetarianism for the city of Cincinnati as an environmental initiative mm. and they're going to try to promote um, meatless Mondays which I know it's not a lot but I think it's a start the start very good okay this is the story about the teacher who taught the king how to govern his country yeah I think it's uh, useful to some country perhaps yeah He's even concerned with global warming. Long time already they know it already. He said, if the government do not uh, let those uh, poachers, I mean those people who cut things or who are hunting at random, yeah, he said, don't let those, um, he said, forest gangster, he said, it, <laughs> to chop or damage forest at random without responsibility, then you will never be short of trees to use, you know, for building houses, boats, and carts, you know. In those times, many things they needed. So, in this way, he said, once the people have enough uh, cereals and have enough trees and plants to use, then uh, the people will be no more depressed, and they feel very happy, and then everybody uh, wants to just uh, have enough to use, you see, so they will be happy, and then they will even can uh, bury the dead properly. Okay, so he, he said once everything, the, the basic necessity of people has been met, that is the beginning of a very prosperous uh, country. Yes.
uh, is a moreover, if the government is careful in education, uh, in all the school, and teaching the the citizens, I mean the younger citizen, of course, and then they grow up, eh? teaching the citizen about all the virtues like filiality and uh, humility and loyalty, uh, this kind of thing, and respect to the elder, then the elder don't have to work so hard, you know, like he's already white hair and have to carry burden because nobody bother about old age people and no respect for the elderly, etc., etc. Yeah. In this case, you know, when all people have virtues and no fidelity and loyalty and respect and all that, you know, all the proper conduct of a citizen, of a human, then even the old have enough clothes to wear and have enough food to eat, and uh, ordinary people will never get hungry, then the country will stabilize and prosper. Yes. This is the way to govern a country. But if Your Majesty governs this nation, but let your citizen get hungry and cold without food, without enough clothing, and you don't take um, take out the food in the storage, you know, the cereals from the royal storage house and distribute it to people when they're hungry, and then you just uh, blame it on the bad season with bad harvest, then it is just as well as you just uh, stab somebody to death and blame it on the knife. Wow. Very good for some leader. See, to be leader is, in Vietnam we call like uh, the king and queen are like the people's parents. Yeah. But if you don't act like a parent, then you're not worth to be leaders, of course. All right, now he continued. He continued to ask Liang Hui, the king, Her Majesty, if someone kills somebody with a, a stick, with a piece of wood, or if somebody kill someone else with a knife. Is there any difference? So the king said, No, no difference. Okay. So Mengzi asked the king again, Well, Your Majesty, if someone kill people by the tyranny kind of policy of government, do you think it is different or not different? So the king had to say, no, no different. Mm -hmm. It's still killing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So Mengzi continued. Now, in your kitchen, there are a very fattening uh, pork meat on your table. In your stable, there are a very uh, choppy horses. <laughs> yeah? yeah. 
But uh, outside of the capital, your citizens are hungry and dying on the street everywhere. Like this, in this situation, it is like your majesty is forcing or encouraging animals to eat human then, you know. Because if the human dying and laying all over like that, the animal also come and eat them and then become habit and then they will also kill the living to eat. Yeah, once they become used to with that kind of taste. Yeah, okay now. Just like human used to with beef and pork and now tell them to be vegetarian, they say, I'm not used to. You see? Yeah. It's a tradition. Mm-hmm. It's the, the habit and and they just continue to eat like that. So he continued to say that even when the animals are eating each other's flesh, the people still feel disgusted. Yes. Not to talk about being a leader of a nation, and uh, it's like the parents of the people, as I told you, but uh, governing the country in a cruel way and let uh, people die of hunger so that the animals will come and eat their cup, eat their dead body. You think this kind of situation would bespeak a worthiness of the parents of the people or not? I mean, the king is lousy. Yeah. He will continue to teach him how. It seems like this guy is very famous, you know? All the kings come and ask his advice. Well, I hope they follow his advice, not just asking. So Meng Zi continue talking to Liang Hui, the king. Okay, this country, even though it's small, just a few hundreds of miles, square miles, but uh, you can make it uh, uh, prosperous. Yes. If you want uh, the country to, to prosper, okay, your Majesty need to to rule with uh, love, with compassion, with uh, gentleness. Less of the punishment, he said. Uh, less of the tax, and uh, encourage uh, your citizen to be diligent, more diligent, and uh, uh, more uh, concentrate on their job, on their work and uh, also encourage uh, those uh, big and able-bodied young boys to <laughs> uh, not uh, uh, spend too much time on leisure things, on pleasure, you know, women and drink and all that, but encourage them to uh, focus on study in different jobs or different aspects and also train themselves in virtues and uh, diligence and loyalty, yeah, etc. Those the high virtue. Yes, he said, Your Majesty should encourage the youth, the able, strong, and you know, full of energy youth to train themselves in job, in work, in profession, in study, 
and in virtue. This is really good. If you don't train the youth, how would you have a, a good adults later on? Yes, and when they are young, they're full of energy and impressionable. Yes, and if the king really encourages them to do that, they will listen. Look at how many people stop smoking, and among them are many. You know, a lot of young people they stop smoking just because they know it's not socially acceptable anymore. Yes, before they smoke because maybe they think it's cool, uh, it's in, it's fashionable. Because uh, look at all the movie stars, you know, in the film, just puffing their way up to the billion dollars uh, wages, you know, in the bank, and uh, all the big people are puffing themselves on their throne, and uh, you know their parents are puffing themselves <laughs> with uh, friends and cool and drinking together, and it seems a, a very sociable. Happy event to drink and smoke, you see, and the children, of course, they follow the adult, yes. So you see, when the government bans smoking, at least indoor, outdoor, wherever that may be, the the youth capish immediately. They think this is not a good behavior. They know it, so they stop. You see, and also research shows that many children. Who the parents say no to them, take it. Like for example, if your children smoke or do drugs or have bad friends or have to tell them that is no good, then they would listen. Uh, and compared to the children whose parent doesn't care and don't say anything, don't even accept but don't even deny, then they just continue to do their desire and they don't know what to do, which direction. So they follow the peers, you know, the buddies. Yes. Some of the tragic tolls of tobacco: 5.4 million smoking-related deaths per year worldwide. Tobacco use kills one person every six seconds. Smoking-related costs: 193 billion U.S. dollars annually in the United States alone. Depression. Light and mild cigarettes, just as harmful, causes cancer and diseases in animal companions. Harms lung cell DNA that regulates breathing, speeds the aging process, toxic residues of third-hand smoke, heart disease, coronary thrombosis, cerebral thrombosis, kidney failure, cancer, mouth, liver, breast, and colorectal cancer, lung cancer, esophagus cancer, kidney cancer, bladder cancer, chronic obstructive pulmonary disease. Emphysema, bronchitis, stroke, impotence, additional harms for secondhand smoking, childhood arteriosclerosis, leading to heart attacks and strokes in adulthood, sudden infant death syndrome, infertility, miscarriages and premature deliveries, childhood asthma, bronchitis, ear infection, cleft lip or palate, hyperactivity and aggression in asthmatic boys. Circulatory problems in women, plus more. For help quitting, please visit. For more urgent information, please visit www.suprememastertv.com/forward/slash/killers. So the the adult, the one in authority, either the parents or the government. 
have a strong influence on the youth and on even normal citizens as a whole. So long ago they already know this. You see, the Master is very wise, Meng Tzu. Yeah. He is a Master, he is a spiritual person, but he even knows how to govern the country. More than this king. That's why the king has to ask his advice. <laughs> Believe it or not? So that's why in China and Vietnam we say that first cultivate your own virtue, and then you can take care of the family, and then you can pacify the nation. And then you can make peace on the whole planet. Yeah. See, once we don't have wisdom inside, how we can think of anything else, yeah? And if we don't have enough certain level of wisdom already, and during the busy time of state affair, how would we have time to think fast enough? If you already have a store of wisdom inside you, then whenever the situation arises, you can rely on that to deal with the situation. Yes. So, the old sage say that you must cultivate yourself first, and then you can take care of the family, and then you can govern the country, then you can pacify the whole world even. Yes. Wow. That's cool, hey? Yeah. Yes. Everything has to begin with us, no? Yes. 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 Okay. So now, if Your Majesty governs us, you know, like the above mentioned, then when the youth at home, they know how to be filial to their parents, uh, they know how to respect their elder sibling and uh, lenient with the younger one. And then if they go outside of the home, of their home, they will know how to respect the elderly, the elder, uh, and the, the higher position people, for example, like that. And now, if the government already gained the hearts of the people like that, yeah, all the country is like one, you know, very virtuous, very harmonized with each other, that even your country is small and just very simple weapons, you can frighten enough every other neighboring country, they will not come and uh, bother you. And because the people of your country will have enough uh, strength, you know, inner strength to uh, fight off any enemy with their inner strength. Yes. Yes. It seems like the whole country will be one, you see? All good, all virtue, all harmony. How can they not be strong? Yes. Uh, in the old time, uh, Mengzi continues to say to the king that there's an old saying that uh, no one can have victory over a virtuous family. <laughs> it means also the nation. Yeah, okay. That's it. I'm done now. Now, if you, you want to tell me anything about this or you want to have questions,
You're welcome. Oh. Hmm? Master? Yeah. Congratulations for the second anniversary of Spring Master. <laughs> <laughs>
But I wish they burn them all together, you know. But at least in the public it's only. And soon, uh, anybody who eat meat have to hide in the bathroom. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we will call them something. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it will be one day like that. But I'm not sure if you and I will live until that day, but, <laughs> but it will be one day like that. That eating meat will be like a crime mm-hmm. against humankind and against the co-inhabitants. Murder is murder. Yeah. There is no excuse for anything uh, as violent and as disgusting as killing another being to eat. But the thing is, people don't know it, you see? They don't see how it's done. And they're busy, busy, come home, just buy a quick steak and eat it, don't even think about it, you see? And they're eating and watching a dancing program or a movie at the same time. They don't even know what they're eating half of the time. And therefore, you know, the meat industry continues to, to exist because people don't know. And the meat industry maybe also don't know. It's the people in the slaughterhouse that know. The people who treat them cruelty behind our back. These people who know. But it's not the majority, you see what I mean? And mostly they hide it. When you go there, you don't see it. So sometimes Peter, you know, have to hide behind something and sneaky do it. It's gruesome everywhere. If I don't think about it, I can sleep and eat. If, if I don't lock my mind, then I cannot even function. I'm dying inside whenever I think about that. Sometimes I just sit and cry, you know. Yes? Master, I work in a school, and I haven't been really quiet about vegetarianism in my elementary school and talk with the teachers, and sometimes kids hear me. And one time a kid asked for one of my little recipe books that also has the bad pictures in it, and I gave it to her because she just had such an affinity, and I got called to the office. And maybe I could... And I was tried to be really, you know. They said, "Oh, these kids are so impressionable, and it's up to their parents to teach them this." But of course, their parents don't, don't know. Teach. And I wonder, is that good? Because I just want to serve them, and I feel like if I'm just being quiet, then it's not really serving no, my full it's capacity. True. It's true, but you could get fired. So, but that would be risk. okay. <laughs> <laughs> Better to start communicating with the younger people yeah. about the truth of the meat. Oh, the schools. So many the kids become vegetarian. College, yeah. They just keep doing it. And because of you? Yeah, well, in yeah. their, their parents say, well, you still have to eat fish or something, and they yeah. don't want to, but... And their parents even have vegan friends, and, yeah. and it's like they just think it's not healthy. Uh-huh. But I try to... I'm just always buying books to give to people, and uh-huh. I just... Want to like change the school and make it be vegan? <laughs> <laughs> I know that will be a dream come true. Hmm? Okay, guys, I go take care of the other nation. <laughs> <laughs> Thank, you, Thank you, Master. Thank you. Stretch out a little bit, take it, eat it, stretch out, come back, meditate, okay? You've been doing well, you sit very well and you're good. Yeah.